Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. What's up, Food Podcast with Felipe Esparza and Rodrigo Torres? Yeah, man. What's up, man? I was What's like, sad, yeah, man. It's like, yeah, man, they left me. Just chilling, dude. Sometimes all- your yeah, man's are like, yeah, man, like, I'm happy. I went on a date. We had dinner. <laughs> we saw a movie. Yeah, man. According to the heat, you know her. But yeah. now you're like, yeah, man, like, I'm, man, I'm glad I got off that ladder. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So what, how's life? Um, how's life in exterminating, bro? It's busy during the the summer, huh? It's supposed to be, but it's spotted busy, dude, because the weather's been fucking everything up. It's been all raining, dog. So that's been, you know, fucking causing those fools to go back inside. Yeah, man. We got, we got a lot of, lot of people are, who are exterminators, man, who listen to the podcast, who <laughs> fall off ladders, and <laughs> who love jack of all trades, plumbers, <laughs> people like that. Jack of all trades, master. So what's up, fool? You know, man, um, every year, man, people don't know this. When I won last comic standing, I said that I was going to donate money to um, Homeboy Industry mm-hmm. when I win. And um, they gave me a little shout out on NBC when I, when, when, before I won, so I was tight. And they were struggling with money. And more people started do- donating money, and now they have um, more jobs for cholos. <laughs> you know, I, honestly, man, I, I tried to get a job there one time. Father Greg Boyle told me go get shot ten times, then come back because I never been shot. So, <laughs> so that was that story. Now, but they do good things. You know, we, we did that show for him. Remember yeah. when they were struggling? We did that show. We charged twenty five bucks to get in, and we gave it all to him. Actually, that, that when you came back in the scene, bro, because you were away for a while. You were like, I don't know what you were doing, going to lawyer school, trying to get that master's. <laughs> um, yeah, but I called up Rodrigo. I didn't call him up. We had text and emailed him, and I said, Rodrigo, what's up, fool? We want to do a show for Father Greg Boyle and Homeboy Industry. Just bring all your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> the sound? 
We brought the sound. We charged 25 bucks to get in. My brother, too, tried to get in free. <laughs> and um, My brother, dog. Yeah, and it was pretty tight, huh? It was a good show, dude. It was cool. We gave it like 1500 bucks. Exaggerating. That's awesome. Like fifteen hundred bucks. That's still good. Though. So yeah, man. So even after that was before I was on last comic standing when I did that. So then when I won, before besides child support taking half of it, <laughs> I gave the rest to homeboy industry. And then um, when I was at the ice house, the ice house, the the last time or which time? When I was at the ice house, there was a girl there who works there named um, Sandra Kiros mm-hmm. from Instagram. That's funny, man. You don't know from anywhere. Yes, I just know from Instagram. <laughs> IG. Oh, you know that girl. You know that dude, bro. That. That's block from everywhere that we, we just chat on Yelp now. <laughs> he hits me up whenever I go eat somewhere. How's that burger? <laughs> you see his comment? Yeah, so I did some. Uh, my wife is friends with her because she used to work at the Ice House. And her sister works at the Ice House. She's a manager. Okay. Pat. Pat. Or as your cousin? I thought they were your sister. Well, it was Pat, bro. <laughs> she had that mystery machine, bro. She had that, she had that van. That van? She was going to show up <clears throat> like that Daphne from, uh, from Sesame. From, Scooby-Doo. From Scooby-Doo, bro. She used to drive, she used to drive <laughs> yeah, that van. Yeah, yeah, totally. <clears throat> and she used to wear that army jacket, man. And she would look like she just finished doing some protest or... Belma. Belma. She just finished doing a protest somewhere, bro. Peacefully. She has that jacket on, you know, like, oh, man, can I help you? And then throw you out. <laughs> yeah, throw so, you out of the rally? So then um, I got involved. I didn't get involved, but I donated money. I don- I, one of my charities is um, Peace Over Violence. Okay. And it's a place where, um, you know, when they work, with they work with Homeboy. That's how I found out. About I that. found out through Homeboy Industry, um, Peace Over Violence. And it's a place where people go, you know, when they have a domestic violence, you know, or there's been something, like, you know, it, it could be a man too. A man gets beat up by his wife, you know, it happens, <laughs> you know, you know, I was a battered husband. You know, somebody, every once in a while, man, there's big, like um, my wife's dad, you know, my wife's dad, he used to get abused by his wife. Not a short lady, man. Like I know my baby mama, she hit me with a bottle of a bottle of oil bottle, bro. He threw that your ass. Hit me in the elbow. It was like it bruised up, and I wanted to hit her back, but I forgot. she's like little, and I saw my dad hit my mom, and I said, Nah, I can't do that. So I just took it like, <laughs> just changed the channel. God damn. So last year there was a, a thing for peace over violence called Denim Day, mm-hmm. and. um I really didn't know why, but they, I wear denim all the time, but I represented Jeez. on Instagram. I said a little story what it was for. But what happened was, and this is what I think it happened. Some girl was sexually assaulted, and um, she was wearing denim jeans, mom jeans, you know, just jeans, Jordaches or Sassoons. But they were denim jeans. You know, women wear jeans. And um, when she was sexually assaulted, the guy got off. Because the judge said, well, you helped them take those jeans off. Damn. But, like, this fool doesn't know, bro. Like, you know, like, jeans. It could be anything, man. When you're getting a sexual assault and a guy's bigger than you, probably punching you. You know? So that was her case. That's how he, this fool got off. So every year, you know, the, the representative with Denim Day, you know, a lot of people get involved. And we're getting involved. We're going to find out what day it is. So everybody out there, we're Denim. Some people really wear denim. Some people wear too much denim sometimes. <laughs> denim jacket, huh? Like denim Dan. Like so much denim that, man, is he registered? You know, like so much denim that you look like an undercover from the 1970s. Jay Leno, dog. Yeah, man. Too much denim, man. When you're hanging out with, 
hanging out with Matthew McConaughey, bro. <laughs> so we have here Brittany, our guest here, who's going to tell us more about What's happening, Denim Brittany? Day. And welcome to the What's Up Food podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> how you doing? Was I right or wrong? Yeah, no, that was good. It's good. Uh, it's interesting to figure out how to talk about this kind of issue with comedy. So you did it well. Thank you. <laughs> Still putting it out there. Thanks. Was I right about the denim? Too much denim? Or? No, was it, <laughs> no, was it right about the the case, how it started? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, it's complicated, but that's, uh, the Supreme Court overturned a lower court's decision. He was convicted initially, and when he, when he appealed it, they said she was wearing such tight jeans, she must have helped him, help him. So they overturned the conviction, and he did end up getting, getting away with it, yeah. So they ended up, uh, the women in Italian parliament wore jeans to show support, um, and show that there's no excuse, and, our executive director, Patty Giggin, she founded Denim Day after she saw that on the news. And ever since then, since the 90s, uh, this is the 17th Denim Day that's happened in L.A. And now it's international. And what day is it? April 27th. April 27th. Wednesday. Get your denim over us. <laughs> your denim on. Yeah. So we wear jeans with the purpose. That's funny because Gabriel Iglesias fluffy. He celebrates Denim Day every day. Huh? With <laughs> mom shorts he wears. <laughs> Denim day is every day. <laughs> every day, huh? So what, what um so where's it gonna be at? Yeah, so denim day happens everywhere and across the country they're doing all kinds of different things. Um on the day of denim day we're gonna have a press conference at uh, Los Angeles City Hall. Um and we're still confirming people that are coming that but that's open to everyone. If you wanna come, it's at nine AM at City Hall. And we're also actually having a comedy show at the improv on that Tuesday before, on April twenty sixth. Really? What hacks are performing? I'm <laughs> nah, just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, just kidding, man. Gonna, you know what would be funny? We have Jay Leno there, man. <laughs> that was In denim. denim shirts. Long he sleep. lives on denim shirts. That's why Jay Leno wears denim shirts. <laughs> yeah, different when he does that shit. Dude, wear, the dude I saw him. It was like a car race. He was wearing a denim bandana. <laughs> We get it, bro. Denim day. <laughs> I saw it right. Denim all year. Me, <laughs> So you have also are there speakers at the at the at the place at the press conference. Yes. Yeah. Right now we have um, Chief Beck of LAPD. He's going to be there along with the founder and our executive director, and the first lady of Los Angeles, Amy Wakelin, will be representing for the city. I didn't know until now that we had a first lady of Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor's wife? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I know. Different what that last is. name? Yeah. But like they, they like I, I, the only first lady I know is that lady from House Club. of Cards, man. I said Robin Wright. Yeah, and um, Mrs. Um Obama, Michelle Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. She's the reason I'm vegan. Michelle Obama? Nah, I'm just trying to run for city council. <laughs> Watch out, we are. Watch out, I'm coming at you. It's his last term, dog. Jose Wizar okay. invited me for, to um, opening day, bro. Oh, hell yeah. But I was getting blood works, and I didn't know how long it takes. So <laughs> I thought I was going to be there all day, bro. Real quick? Yeah. I was the youngest guy there getting blood. <laughs> they asked me, have you ever, ever donated blood? Yeah, but nobody picked it off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I left it on my shirt. I left it on my dad's belt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There were no belt marks, blood. They covered it up pretty good. Like, they'll punch you in the elbow. <laughs> yeah. So um, where are you from? 
I'm from LA, from Alhambra. Alhambra, how you mm-hmm. grew up over there? With I thought you were Japanese, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you went to East LA College. Wrote, no, I actually went to school in San Diego. San Diego. Mm-hmm. San Diego State. University of San Diego, Catholic school. Oh, muchingona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the phone number? People can call or get involved. Yeah, well, we have our 24-hour hotline for survivors to call of sexual and domestic violence um, or support people if they want to call. That's 213-626-3393. Um, or check us out on uh, org if you want to learn about the agency. But we have the website for denimdayinfo.org. Peace Over Violence is a nonprofit organization? Yeah. So we offer counseling um, to survivors free of cost, case management to help them through the process. The legal process can be really confusing or even if they don't want to go through the legal process, just there for support to get them back on their feet, however that may be. Um, And then we're in the schools, middle schools, uh, high schools, colleges throughout Los Angeles and the West San Gabriel Valley talking about these issues. I went inside the Peace Over Violence building one time Uh and um, what I forgot, but um, is, is there like a school inside because I saw a lot of classes. Yeah, we have a youth center because we every summer we have for a, kids of that were domestically abused or well, their, we have, their parents. We have a, a little area in front for people to uh, for kids to hang out where their um, parent goes to counseling, so that the the parent can have that one on one time with their counselor, and the kids can watch DVDs or play, read books. Um, and we also have a youth center where. Youth from, they may have experienced some kind of trauma or they're just involved through the high schools and they come and they learn about healthy relationships and, uh, and then they do an internship and then they take this information back to their high schools. And, you know, they have denim days on campus. They have clubs called Students Together Organizing Peace and they talk about these issues in ways that's relevant to youth, social media and all that. Man, a lot of domestic violence, man, in um, teenagers, bro. Little, little girlfriends. <laughs> don't even know, bro. I, I bet, dude. I remember when I was a kid, I, when guys little had little girlfriends, and like, not really, not really like hitting them, but shoving them. And I, I'm pretty Still sure violence. they saw that from their father or somebody, huh? You gotta get it from somewhere, dude. Mm-hmm. They, they start young, right? So sometimes the kids, yeah, they're, they're in a bad relationship early. Because mm-hmm. it's really confusing for. For youth and teens that they don't recognize jealousy necessarily as um, abuse um, or always calling 20 times, 30 times, texting a lot. So that's um, what we're spreading awareness about. I remember I was holding some other girl's hand, bro, elementary school, and the other girl scratched the hell out of my arm, bro. <laughs> like hard, like. <laughs> Abandonment issues. That's the, that's the day I realized I was cute. <laughs> And are you guys a, a, more of an outreach thing, or do you guys have a like a center where people can go to throughout the L.A. area? Yeah, we have uh, offices in uh, Pasadena and in downtown L.A. So uh, well, most of the time where we meet victim survivors is when they report to the police or they go to the hospital and they get um, a rape kit exam. So they have a right to an advocate, and our volunteers are trained to be advocates. So then they get connected to us for counseling and case management if they wanted to. But then also we, yeah, do do outreach for um, in the communities with families, with other youth, through the high schools and other programs. Do you have a call center where people answer phones if they have questions? Um, we have. We work <clears throat> with one, but people just call the hotline and we always have someone answering the phones. We have volunteers and staff that answer 24-7 
we work a lot with um, undocumented survivors, and there's um, there's stuff in place to not prevent someone who's undocumented from reporting. So things that um, U visas um, and Violence Against Women Act are put in place so that a lot of times perpetrators hold over their head, well, you're, I'll report you that you're um, here illegally, and that makes someone not want to report. But working with us and working with um, other agencies specifically for that uh, to not be a barrier for them. So no, man. These países don't know, bro. Hell no, dog. What's the number they can call? The hotline. 213-626-3393. Yeah, you can, you can call a hotline or you can call our office at 213-955-9090. But if you call the hotline, there's accounts are available 24-7. So it's April 27 is Denim Day. So... Are you, everybody out there on April 27th, hashtag Denim Day and with your jeans, mm-hmm. your big old jeans. Miss Clea. Even though they're size 52 waist, <laughs> we ain't going to say no names. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> drape, dog. A curtain. Yeah, hashtag Denim Day, hashtag Gear Up. Uh, add us gear on up. social media. It's spelled a little funny, but Twitter... Uh, and Instagram is P-E-A-C-E-O-V-R-V-I-O-L-N-C-E. And the yeah. webpage is um, DenimDayUSA.org? Or DenimDayInfo.org. You got it, people. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you, you can also donate to your local rape crisis center if you're in Los Angeles. Tell us about that. Yeah, you can text. We, we ask people to wear jeans, but um, also to raise money for rape crisis centers, uh, wear jeans and donate $10. So for to donate to Peace Over Violence, you would text Denim Day, both capital D's, and text that to 71777. Or you can do it online. Go to bit.ly forward slash capital D Denim Day, lowercase day. And make a donation of whatever you like can do. But wear jeans. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Brittany. And uh, the Peace Over uh, Violence website with Peaceoverviolence.org. Peaceoverviolence.org. Awesome. And DenimDayInfo.org has information about uh, the history of Denim Day and also how you can help support survivors or um, give resources to someone that's been a victim of sexual assault. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Light topic. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you very much for coming by. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So what's up, fool? Yeah, man, chilling, dog. Just you know, getting started, fucking, you know, a little stoned and shit. Well, man, upcoming shows. I'll be this week. Upcoming shows: El Paso this Saturday, April sixteenth. Thank you very much, El Paso, Texas, out. Chico's Tacos, dog. Yeah, man. What's up, fool? So Saturday, dude, El Paso. Then, dude, I'm gonna be fucking off the hook, dude. That's crazy, huh? Like, um, what's up? What kind of ridiculous judge is going to just give away a let the rapist go just because that she was wearing denim jeans and that fool was um I think man they don't understand I guess a, a guy that judge needs to get raped wearing jeans by another man bro that um if that guy is punching you in the ribs and punching you in the face those fucking pants are going to come down bro sooner or later bro yeah, I don't know, dude. It's fucking. What are you gonna crazy. do? Lay down until the, the, until the judge lets lets go. 
Dude, that shit went all the way to the Supreme Court, fool. Damn. Because what happens is like whatever happened with the jury. Must have been that, there must have been that judge that just passed away. Scalia. Scalia, huh? Yeah, Justice Anton Scalia is an Italian, fool. But, um, dude, so they, it happens, whatever happens, you, dude, the, if you go to court here for a felony rape thing, you know, you have a judge and jury of your peers and it's you against the fucking state of California, right? So then it goes to an appeals court and all an appeals court is like fucking, I think it's eight judges and they hear the, the, the transcripts of the case. And the original lawyers go over there and and talk about it. Well, these motherfuckers hinge; they'll make their decision on if there was any mistakes on the case because no longer they can argue, right? Yeah. So then, if that shit gets overturned, they're like, "Fuck that!" They go to the Supreme Court, and then those fools go. They even go look at all the cases and go, "Are we even going to listen to that fucking case?" Because those fools can even dismiss it. And then these fools are either going to agree with the fucking appellate court or fucking send it back down. And go, you got to do this shit over because this shit's wrong. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but something fucked up happened with the Denim Day case, dog. Because yeah. that's too crazy, fool. You know what I mean? And make because um, it's supposed to be decided by a jury or peers, but sometimes that fucking judge can, you know, they they fucking you know influence shit, dog. It's crazy, fool. Kind of like when that, when that guy got when that guy killed that guy uh, Milken in San Francisco, the sugar theory. Oh, dude! Well, the dude, Twinkie that, theory. The defense. I had too that much was a defense. Yeah. But look at—that's how you get a rush, fool. That goes yeah. to the, the sugar's bad. It's kind of like a drug. But later on, that motherfucker committed suicide. That fool—they yeah. fucking killed him, right? But I mean, think Ate how some soothing cues. <laughs> Think how ridiculous, just as a common man that you walking down the street, that some motherfucker got off on a case because um, he was high on Twinkies, full on sugar. You're going to be, fuck that, dog. Motherfuckers are high on weed and they fucking kill somebody, they still go to jail, dog. How can, you, how can you shut up that bank? Oh, man, you don't know, man. You don't know me after Hawaiian Punch, baby. <laughs> and sugar on top of the mix, fool. Make that shit thick. So I took some blood tests, bro, for everything. I never took you no know, blood tests for That's anything. That's to see where ass. you're at, right? See my ad, bro. So my little, what's with that rabbit dog? Is that the new member of the family? The new member, bro. What's his name, dog? The Slippers, girl? bro. <laughs> look, bro. I got me a black rabbit, and he has um paws that are white, and he has a little a little white nose. It's like he got too close to the coke table, bro. <laughs> I was hanging out with Rodney, you know. Yeah, man, we got. I got a That's new. Cool. He's all breathing on. It's a dwarf rabbit, bro. Are you serious? It's I gonna say a, little. This guy had bought a a rabbit for um for his girlfriend and and um she didn't want him anymore, so they had they had him since um, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Up. So that fool in a she was in a little cage, bro, <laughs> a little cage with no bottom, and she tore up. So I got it yesterday. We got it yesterday. Brought it home. Let that fool run free already, dog. <laughs> that fool jumping around the couches, bro, on my lap. Having a good time. Bro. <laughs> yeah, space now. What happened? He was all caged up the whole he was time. Caged up, bro. Since Valentine's Day, that's fucked up. They didn't want him. Well, fuck it, dog. Came to a good house. So, so I got him. Hey, so um, your blood work full? Yeah, man. My blood work is for diabetes. Everything, man. I even peed on a cup. And what? What's? I always trip out on that. Why do they have you pee, pee on a cup, dog? They get other shit out of it. Sugar, I guess. I don't know, man. Crazy dude, screaming. She came out like caramel. And you gave four tubes. You said four tubes. Yeah, I did blood work like two years ago, though. I asked that guy, it was like a, a sharp ass needle, man. It went in fast. Crazy, huh? And fool. they had like a little suckling, little tubes. How they go, and they, it, yeah. it's it's like rubber, and they put it in there, and it fills up real fast, and then they get another one. Fast, huh? bro. Motherfucker can bleed out quick, huh? The dog? hardest part, bro, not eating for those 12 hours, though. I was oh, hungry, yeah. man. Because <laughs> I, I didn't eat from 11 in the morning, 11 at night, till 11 in the morning. 
But there were some fools there, bro. Old ass Armenian. Or in Glendale. In Spurs. The next thing. I been here all since seven nine in the morning. <laughs> Those fools think that just because they've been there since nine in the morning, they don't have an appointment. They're gonna just be next. <laughs> food. Imagine those food having eight and seven probably. Fuck They're that. hangry. <laughs> food, they got to take my blood out some cholo, bro. Are you serious? I asked that for man. How long have you taking blood out? 20 years old. <laughs> he said 20 years. And um, you went to school for this? Nah, nah. Back in the days, you need to go to school, eh? <laughs> you just volunteered, eh? And they teach you. Oh, dude. But now you go to school for three months. Oh, my God, dude. That's funny, dog. For taking blood out. Like nothing, huh? Urine samples. Little gloves on and shit? Little gloves. Scrubs? Wearing scrubs? Flirting with Armenian chicks. <laughs> That's a life, dog. Laughing, bro. <laughs> Having fun, dog. Just finding good veins and saying little jokes. Ah, this vein is happy, eh? Well, that's what's up, dude. They got to find a good vein because if not, you got a little bruise on there. What was that from, dude? That's from the needle, bro. Just pricking you? Pricking me. Because I got fucking, um, dude, when I gave blood at the fucking blood bank one time, dude, my fucking arm was black, dog. This bitch fucking hit me three times before hitting a vein, dog. Damn, bro. I was like, what the fuck? I never do it in blood Sclerosis. again. <laughs> Sclerosis of the liver. Dude, fuck that, dude. But anyways, man. So what's up, everybody? This Saturday, April 16th, I'll be at the El Paso Abraham Chavez Theater with Rodrigo Torres and Marcela Arguello. Please tell all your friends I'm going to be there promoting the show this Friday, bro. Hardcore, bro. I'm going to get up at 6 in the morning, go do radio all day. I don't know what I'm going to do after, man. Shout out to Nico if you're out there, bro. <laughs> Talking about the best comic in the world. The best huh? comic in the world, bro. Conquer El Paso first, you know? Who can't even be the connects the best comic in his block. <laughs> his uncle says funnier jokes. Oh, uh, dude. Um, so yeah, dude, El Paso dog's gonna be fucking tight. Also, Reno, no better. Reno, no better. April twenty first through April twenty third at Reno Tahoe Comedy Club inside Pioneer underground with rodrigo torres that's it yeah man and also birdman can do a guest spot but sure bro yeah man he'll be there cold wearing a sarape <laughs> a raider the only guy wearing a poncho in the snow and fucking tempe was tight huh houston texas april 28th Sorry, no. through may 1st at houston improv with gene pompa and rodrigo torres yeah man may 17th through May 14, I'm doing a run in Fresno, Merced and Visalia with Rodrigo Torres and Larry Bubbles Brown. <laughs> I guess I'm going to live for another week. Check out all the dates for the rest of the year at felipesworld.com tour. Don't forget, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, make sure you use our Amazon search window on felipesworld.com because every time you buy something on Amazon from our site, we get a little kickback. Also, please keep subscribing to the podcast, What's So Full Podcast on Android, Stitcher, all that stuff, iTunes, and even if you get your friends to subscribe, because we're moving on up. Hell yeah. Tell everybody. What's up, fool, man? We went to Phoenix, Arizona. <clears throat> and let me tell you, man, I don't know, man, we've been flying for about um 
since consecutively every month since 2010. Hardcore. And I'm talking about before we flew, but we didn't flew that much. <laughs> but now we're like we're like free birds. We fly a lot. And we always notice when somebody messes up. Oh shit. And that fool busted that hard. What's part. up, fool? <laughs> just in town. Just made it. All the uh, way from Minnesota. From the West Hollywood. All the way live. Uh, Chilling, bro. Uh, <laughs> What's up, fool? What Nothing. The the fucking <laughs> fucked up left that that fucking pilot made on uh oh yeah man on Thursday dog Wednesday Wednesday we we're, were fl- when we we're check this out when we we're fl- check this out when we we're flying out you know normally when the plane leaves to uh, Phoenix Arizona it takes off on the ocean and it starts making a, a descent to the left at fifteen thousand. But this guy did it at five thousand, <laughs> and that's a big ass plane. And we know this, man. Cause we we're turning to the side, hardcore, dude. Yeah, man. And he's and I said, man, it's a sharp ass left. Huh? <laughs> I was like, we're gonna fucking start tumbling. The, t- dog? the tire hadn't even went went in the plane. He was making the left, man. We hit a seal. <laughs> we hit the guy from Venice Beach with a guitar, bro. We the were silver, dude. The plane could have just driven there. Yeah, man. <laughs> like the fuck. It didn't even go up, bro. It felt like a chicken, bro, was just running. Dude, it, it felt like fucking that fool was defying some shit, dog. It felt like it was going to slip out of the fucking air, dog. Yeah, man. Was oh, my a- God. We went to Phoenix, Arizona. The freak the. F- a lot of people say that Las Vegas is, is freaky. You could get freaky shit over there or New Orleans or or San Francisco, yeah. you know. The Green Door. And, um, <laughs> Chinatown. Farty <laughs> Brothers Theater. Hey, man, that's where, that's where I got to know Neil Hamburger. <laughs> and, um, oh, man, but Phoenix, bro. Phoenix is the place where debauchery undercover stuff, bro. That's the place where me and Darren Carter, we went to a swingers park called Encounters. <laughs> Oh, we saw a lady out? having sex oh with five God. bikers. Oh my lord! And bro, so I was looking up those places again to see if they exist. Maybe I could, <laughs> they could, maybe I could bring them up on stage. You know, as, as old material. Hey, remember I went to this place called this other place. Well, I googled men's club, bro. <laughs> the first thing that showed up was a club called Shoots, <laughs> like Shoots and Ladder. Shoots? Yeah, it's like in Phoenix. Shooting love. You buy a membership there, bro. <laughs> it's open 24, hour, 24 hours, and I thought it was a place for all right, man, could meet chicks. But now, nah, then I thought about my wife. I said, man, chicks don't sign up for shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> a chick like is going to sign up to get fucked every month by men. Hell no. Hell no. So now, bro, Good it's a Lord. place to be men. A place to be men. A place where you wander, bro. You're wandering, you go in there. So I was, I was wondering, I, started, I, I joined, not even joined, but I just entered to see what's going on. Bro, that place specializes in fucking bears, bro. <laughs> and cuffs, like that place, cuffs. And I'm like, cuffs? Did I've I, been I to like, cuffs. Did I go, cuffs, right? In Silver Lake? Yeah, I've been to cuffs. Yeah. And then um, I, I was thinking about, how, did I get into the black webpage here? Just I'm knocking my door and shit. <laughs> and I, Huh? The dark, web. the dark web, bro. But yeah, man, Phoenix, man. You went to Phoenix, right? Nick Swarson in the house, people. Yeah, motherfucker. All uh, the way from his house. Just woke up. 
I'm gonna introduce him to Joe Diaz, bro. Give him some Joe Diaz. How you doing, fucking Nick Swanson coming in on the fucking What's Up Fool <laughs> podcast, cocksucker? <laughs> anyway, so I went to much. Cuffs one time. My buddy brought me when I'd first moved to LA. And we're like, oh, it's good. You guys gotta check out this bar, Cuffs. So I go, okay. So I walk in and uh, there's this old man on a throne. <laughs> so if you, if you don't know this bar, it's like a really dark gay bar. So there's a guy on a throne. So I'm like, all right. King well, Neptune. This is, yeah. <laughs> so I walk past and he goes, you. And I go, what? And he goes, what's your name? And I go, Nick. And he goes, Nicholas. And I go, yeah. And he goes, have you been bad? <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'll just go with it. So I was like, yeah, I've been bad. And he goes, get up here now. And my buddy just starts laughing. So I get up. This fucking dude pulls me over his lap, pulls my pants down, bare ass from the entire bar, and fucking spanks me with a paddle. And my buddy was just like, he was pissing himself laughing. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I'll never forget that. So if you're ever at a bar and somebody asks you, if you've been bad, just just say no right away. Be like, no, I've been fucking good. <laughs> Don't say you've been bad. Does the paddle have holes in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's old school out there, man. Yeah, it God, fucking man. hurt, man. And your skin goes through hurts. a little holes and it comes out again. For better whack, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that guy's on his way here right now, so. So what's up, fool? We what's got up, Nick Swarson, people. Hell yeah, dog. All I, the way live. Where do you perform in Phoenix? Where do you like? At the 10 p.m. prop most of the time. Okay. Is that where you perform? Or That's why I've done Celebrity. I do. Uh, fuck. What was the last thing I did there? Um, the theater in the round. Celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but I, I used to do the 10 p.m. prop all the time. I recorded my first album at a party. That one, the old manager was there. What's his name? Dan Murr. Murr. Dan Murr. Rest in peace. Yeah, man. Dan Murr was the manager of the club. He was a party on him, and too, he was right? fucking loon. <laughs> so I go, <laughs> rest in peace again. Sorry, but I go to record my album there, and uh, you know it's a big fucking deal. It's my first album with Comedy Central, and it was you know I was really excited. And uh, Sandler came, and Kevin James, and David Spade. They all surprised me. They all flew in and shit. It was really cool. You know, it was a big moment. Right. So Dan goes, um, okay, I got you a car service. And I go, okay, awesome, you know. He's like, I got you a car for the night. And so I go, and I do my record, and I get shit-faced. And I call the car guy. And I go, hey, man, where, where, where are you at? And he goes, uh, oh, I'm gone. I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, Dan took your car. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean Dan took my car? He goes, yeah, Dan got shit-faced and fucked up, and uh, I took it. <laughs> I was like, so what the fuck? This is like before Uber or anything. I was like, so what am I supposed to do? He's like, I don't know. And I was like in the middle of fucking Arizona. Like, I was like, this fucking asshole gave me a fucking car and then just took it. It was just like, yeah, I'm taking it. I was like, fucking dick. Rest in peace. <laughs> but yeah, that was my, one of my favorite moments. <laughs> fucking good lord. Did you ever get um, in trouble? I remember the old manager. Uh, on Sundays, you couldn't swear. Did you ever have that problem there? No. The old manager. Howard? Uh, fuck. Yeah, I think. Howard. It, yeah, he was sober. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's was, known for he's known at all the AA meetings in um in Phoenix. Yeah, intense. He used to be a party animal too, but he yeah. stopped before he even knew he started. Yeah. So, but he would uh, stop patronizing with the customers. <laughs> that was his favorite line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but he yelled at me one time. I did a set on a Sunday, and uh, he took me in the back room, and he goes, "What was that? What was that up there on stage?" <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I go, what? And he goes, you got a, you got a, re- you got a real poopy mouth, you got a real, real, real toilet mouth. I was like, what? The, what are you talking about? He's, yeah, that language. Yeah, that that's not gonna work here. I was like, all right, fuck you. Like, like can't swear. Give me a fucking break. But I think he's still alive. So if he's not resting, be. <laughs> When's your next gig? My next gig's in El Paso, Texas. Oh, shit. Hey. Abraham Chavez Theater, fool. Hell yeah, dog. Nice. We did, um, um, Nick and I, we did, um, this is not happening. At the Cheetahs? At Cheetahs, bro. Hell and yeah. um, it was cool when I first met him. It was at the Friday Night Improv when they had, like, Latin night. And he, he came, I came up to him. I just said, what's up, fool? And he gave me a big-ass hug, and he already knew my name. I thought that was tight. Yeah, because my fucking mom loves you. <laughs> my mom loves you. I told you that. I was like, dude, you're my mom's favorite comedian. Like, literally, my mom's like, like back in Minnesota, just sitting there and just watching all, all your stuff. She loves it. <laughs> That's cool, man. But yeah, so I, well, I saw my episode of that fucking show. And fucking, I was like, fu- Ari edited the thing. I know. That fucking idiot. I know. There's a couple of stories that I... That, that I my story, you know, I noticed. Too, I noticed that I was telling telling my wife. You know, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. It was cut differently. Like my story, I didn't even tell my story that way when I tell it. I know. That's what I called my buddy. Called my central. I go, dude. What was? I go. You guys cut out the fucking punchline of the whole story. He's like, I know, I know. I did, we already did it. I'm like, and they, they cut off the part where you said you passed out under the. Yeah, the whole under the guitar. Of, the whole point of the story. And then they tell us the story. The real story. What? Tell us the real story. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Long story short, I was in Vegas with my buddy. Yeah. He f- <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, hey, don't be a train wreck. And he was like, okay. Anyway, he turns into a complete fucking train wreck. I get into a fight with a hooker that he met. She wanted to fucking kill me, and I was trying to get him back to his room, and he was running around Caesar's Palace in his fucking briefs. He had no clothes on. So I was like, dude, you're a fucking mess. I'm like, I told you to maintain, and you fucking didn't, you <laughs> idiot. So then I black out, and I wake up, and uh, I have a hooker blowing me and this other dude. While, uh, uh, also I'll say little person, is fisting another Brad Williams, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Brad, I wish it was Brad. That'd be amazing. This dude's <laughs> fisting a chick with cocaine all over his face. Then I fucking wake oh. up. <laughs> and then I wake up. My buddy calls me and goes, where are you? And I go, I'm at the Hard Rock. And he goes, where? And then I'd, I'd woken up under the guitar out front on this grass. And, he was, and then I, I was like completely like i was the one that said that he was a fucking disaster and then i had turned into a complete fucking tornado fucking piece of shit but um yeah that that's just a quick synopsis who passed out under the hard rock guitar bro like a little pick <laughs> little guitar pick just trying to play a couple uh, of notes 
yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, luckily I didn't end up in the man papers. Every movie you win, man, it's like you came in to save that movie. <laughs> I know you've been told that a lot. That's funny. What? You've been told that a lot? I've had people say very nice things. Yeah, that's, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I do my job. I'm just glad people like it, but yeah, that's all I'll say. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, what, was it, what was it like? Um, how did they approach you to do? Um, I know you've been asked that a lot, but a lot of listeners love that movie. Grandma's Boy, right? Yeah, Grandma's Boy. I was be- funny because. I got a shit from my ass. No, I got a pee out of my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hilarious, man. Um, <laughs> Adam Sandler saw my uh, first Comedy Central Presents, uh, which was back, oh, fuck, 1999. So he had seen it on Comedy Central, and I did a joke about my grandma, and he was like, hey, we have this script. And, uh, He goes, we would, we want you to rewrite it. And it was actually, initially, it was a broad romantic comedy. And Sandlin was like, yeah, fuck that. It's like, we want to make it like crazy and fucking nuts. So write yourself in it, write whatever you want and just do whatever the fuck you want. So he gave me that. And that's how we became friends. And then he loved what I did with the uh, rewrite. And then we just have worked with them ever since. He's awesome. There's a poster in Grandma's Boy, and that was that was your cartoon or your idea, something about a gay bot. Huh? The robot one? The what? Gay robot. Oh, gay robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was my idea. It was a voice I used to do around the office at, at Sony where Sandler is. And I'd be like, hey, what's up? And he would always laugh, and he's like, I'm doing this audio, obviously audio album. And he goes, I want to do a sketch. And uh, do you have any ideas? And I was like, yeah, what about this fucking voice I do? It sounds like a gay robot. And he was like, yeah, 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 write it up, write it up. And then so I did it, and like it, just, it was just pure filth. I was like, sit on my face, sit, <laughs> feel my steel. But it's funny because like, people, like uh, we tried to do a movie with it, <laughs> which would have been the filthiest, weirdest movie ever. But I don't know. Maybe someday we will. Hell yeah, man! And that uh, that recording you did with the Sandler was that St- Stan and Judy's kid? No, it was um, the album was called Shh, "Don't Tell." It was the name of the album. It was a weird title, but yeah, that was the that was the last one he did. But me and him are going on tour now. He just he just wrote like forty new songs. Damn. So me and him and Spade and Rob Schneider are going on. We're doing like twenty cities. Wow. Yeah, so we start, if anybody wants them, on, at Real Nick Swartzen on Instagram, and the tour dates will be posted there. I'm psychotically hungover, by the way, to the, <laughs> to the point where I'm like, just trying not to throw up, so I forget. <laughs> <laughs> What you do last night? I drink every night. Yeah? Fuck, yeah, but I I made the mistake a couple, I, I did the improv last night, but uh, the other night I did uh, a bunch of mind eraser shots. Damn. Yeah, which I know better. Have you ever done one of those? Fuck. What are those? Make sure different it's, shit, right? It's a, like, yeah, you just, it's in like a small glass, but you have to suck it through a straw. But it like fucks you up. I did 14 one, in one night. And uh, I was in Hawaii and uh, I did 14, blacked out, and woke up uh, on a golf course on a putting green. 
and the sprinkler woke me woke me up on the fucking on the grass. And uh, I was filming a movie at the time. I was filming Just Go With It with Jennifer Aniston and Sandler. And um, I was a producer on the movie, so I had to be kind of professional. But I woke up on this golf course at 6 in the morning, and I flagged down a car. And I was like, hey, man, where the fuck am I? This guy's like, uh, you're, you know, whatever, it's South Kihei. I go, where's my hotel? And he's like, oh, your hotel's like two miles away. I can't remember what hotel it was. Oh, Grand Wailea. He goes, yeah, it's like two miles away. I go, can you give me a ride? And he was like, no, what the fuck? And he like drove <laughs> away. So I was like, shit. So I start jogging back, and then Sandler's assistant uh, drove by. And he goes, Swartzen, what are you doing? And I go, nothing. And I was trying to play it off like I wasn't a fucking complete train wreck. And uh, I go, now I'm just going for a jog. I've just been jogging all morning. And he was like, that's really cool, man. He's like, that's awesome. It's really responsible. I was like, yeah, totally. He's like, you want to ride back to the hotel? And then I had to keep committing to it. And I was like, no, just keep jogging. I'll jog back. I was like, fuck. But uh, yeah, so don't do mind eraser shots if you want to keep your mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking lunatic. How did this tour get started? Because I know you guys did a one show at the comedy store. You guys were all there. And then now it's a tour. It just started with this, like, I don't know, like Sandler just... It was like jamming on a couple of songs. We were filming a movie uh, last year in Georgia, and he was just jamming and like started to kind of write and write and write. And then we started fucking around and doing like I did Nick Swartzen and Friends at the Largo Theater, and he like tried out his songs and spaded it. And then like you know he just started getting up more and more confidence. And then uh, we did San Diego. That was our first like big show. And I had to talk him into doing it because he was, like, all freaked out. But uh, San Diego's amazing comedy town, by the way. You like San yeah, Diego? Yeah. Fuck. That's a big party I'm town. I'm doing a Humphreys by the Bay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But that was San Diego's fucking dope. So we did the show, and it went well. And then Sandler was like, fuck it, let's do a tour. And I was like, all right. I go, all right, motherfucker. I go, I'm fucking headlining, you motherfucker. You're going to make every show, or are you going to be like David Ruffin for The Temptations? I, I'll, I'll try to make every show. <laughs> I'll, do, I I'll never, do, do my best. I party, but I never, I, I guess the show is more important to me that I've always tried to make it. Like, even like Awake, or just like, <clears throat> or Weekend at Bernie's, just, just barely there. Yeah. I mean, I, I've missed, I've fucked up and missed some gigs for sure. Like, but, what the... And they had you back, or they waited for a while. Do what? Did they bring you right back, or you have to make it up? Or I don't. Yeah, I got sued by school. Where? <laughs> I a college? Co- I did a college <laughs> in Ohio, and it was like in the middle of January, and the weather was bad. I, I was like, no, I'm not flying. You know, I hate flying anyway. And so they fucking sued me, <laughs> or they tried to, and then they, I just wrote them a check. But I was like, yeah, fuck. But uh, yeah, I mean, I make ninety nine percent of my gigs, but. Uh, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely fucking partied really, really hard and missed some shit. I remember one time I fucking missed a gig. I joined a frat, so I did a, <laughs> I did a college in Texas, and uh, I was like fucking partying the night before, and uh, these kids were like all fired up and like, you got to join our frat. And I was like, all right, fuck yeah. So I was like, did like all their initiations. And then one of them was 
chugging a bottle of Crown Royal for 15 seconds, which doesn't sound like a long time, but it's a fucking long time when you're chugging like hard liquor like that. And I got all, I got I, I got alcohol poisoning and missed and missed the show because <laughs> I joined a fucking fraternity. I was like 30, 30 years old. I was like, oh, whatever. But yeah, okay, but, old school, bro. <laughs> yeah, I try to be. That's a movie right there. Uh, yeah, I try to be not too out of control anymore. But, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know people that. that party a lot harder than I mean. Oh yeah, I gotta blow my nose. Thank you. I made it like I was at, when I was on the last comic standing tour. I was like in uh, Michigan somewhere, and it was snowing everywhere. I met a college kid, and I saw him right there, and I kind of felt that the I felt, when you want to party like I don't know if um you look for they find you or or you you right away know man by by their eyes or their body the way they looked that we're gonna party right. So this this was a guy who was like Lebanese and Latino, I guess, or Spanish. And he go, now why do I just tell him, bro? I told him we were gonna get high at, bro, before the show. Goes back in my house. I live five minutes away. <laughs> Let's go. And we went to his house. And he had like four shitty bongs and a, and, so, and a bottle of Keef. So he packed me like five bowls. But then everybody started showing up. Right, more people. And I was worried that. I'm gonna lose him in the crowd, and he's gonna take me. They're gonna take me back to the show started at nine. It's already eight fifteen. Oh fuck! So um, he ended up taking me back and dropped me off right in front of the school, and I went back and I went up. I did my time, and nobody knew anything, but I was high as fuck. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. And I took a bowl, perfectly high. Oh, I did one show uh, in Atlanta with my buddy. I won't say his name. Uh, just because this is fucked up, but he was, <laughs> but he goes, uh, do you want to get fucked up, uh, before the show? And I was like, all right. So he goes, uh, he pulled out a tackle box of drugs, a, ta- a tackle box, like literally tackle and, box Ted. And yeah, yeah. And I go, all right, what do you want to, what do you want to do? I'm like, fuck, I don't, I don't, I don't really do drugs. And he was like, let's do crystal meth. And I was like. <laughs> I've never done that. And he was like, yeah, trust me. Just, let's try it. And fucking, he put it, he goes, put it in your drink. He's like, let's pour a cocktail. And he's like, just put it in your drink. And I'm like, all right. So I do it. My whole fucking body and face goes numb. And then I had to go on stage. And I look like a fucking mannequin. I was just like, <laughs> literally like paralyzed trying to do my act. I was, and afterwards I, Almost punched him in the face. I was like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? Why did you fucking have me do that?" He's like, "I don't know." He goes, "I had a good set." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you're, you're a fucking psychopath." I'm like, "God." So I mean, that's that was the first and last time I did crystal meth. Lord, drank it. Damn, probably a different high than fucking snorting that shit. It like. fucking sucked. Yeah, I've done coke. I've done fucking uh, everything. And like drinking crystal meth was way different than anything I'd done before. I disappeared, man, at the um when I had a show in um Rotterdam. Where's that? No, not Rotterdam. Amsterdam. Oh. It's a it's a city in it's a city next to it's an hour away south of Amsterdam and they do a TV taping there. 
It's Rotterdam, right there? Yeah, I met them in Canada at the Montreal Comedy Festival. Fuck. How was that? I got fucked up in Montreal Comedy Festival. No, the guy at Montreal Comedy Festival, he saw me and he booked me in Rotterdam. And in Rotterdam, I got fucked up after the show. You gonna make it? Yeah, yeah. I'll be alright. You've been, you been to Montreal, right? No. Mon- did anyone invite you to Montreal Comedy Festival? No, so there was a thing. Because <laughs> they're picky over there. They're like the mafia over there. Like the, the, the Toronto, Toronto and Montreal, like they control, la- laugh, just for laugh, they control comedy over there. Yeah, so I, when I first started, I started comedy in 1996. So back then, when it, what year did you start? I started comedy in 1996, <laughs> 90, 90, 90, late 95, because I had a TV credit in August of 96. Okay. So you remember back then, it was like... when Jim, Before Gene Pompa, after Gene Pompa. Oh, yeah. Gene's been doing it for like 70 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, because I always thought that you and Gene Pompa started together. I thought no, that he, Gene, I thought you guys started together, and he, you took him under your, his wing. <laughs> I thought you took him under your <laughs> wing. Gina's gray hair. <laughs> Fuck. That's funny. Can I see photos? And then like I say, who's that man? That's my compadre, bro. We started together. <laughs> I mean, Gene's like one of my really, really close friends. No, Gene started. No, he's he's 92? a fucking liar. He started ninety two. Yeah, he, he, if yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely started a couple of years before. But anyway, back in the day, I don't know if if you remember, there was the Aspen Comedy Festival. Oh, that's right, and um, and then there was Montreal and that's the HBO Colorado. Aspen. Yeah, the good one. It was dope. So, but when I was a kid, I did, I did. That was my first thing. And then Montreal was like, "Fuck you!" And I really wanted to do it, and they were like, "No, fucking, you are, you did Aspen. Like it was just either or. Like you said, like it was so competitive." And I was I didn't know know at the time, so it was like blah blah blah. And then after that, like the more famous I got, they're like, oh, Montreal was like, yeah, if you want to do it. And then I, and then I was kind of like bitter because I was kind of like, well, no, fuck you. Like, now you invite me. But then I obviously forgave that situation. But we've just never time like timed it out because usually I'm filming during the summer or something. But uh, I've always wanted to do it. I heard Montreal is fucking crazy city. It's crazy. Yeah, I heard it's like, what is it? It's like full nude strip clubs and shit. Full, full nude. Um, I think when um Fluffy went over there the first time, he told me there was two girls right in front of him, like um, like 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 he ordered two girls naked in front of him. Like he was sitting on a table, and the both of them were right in front of his face, Bam. making out and doing stuff. Jesus. In Toronto. Tight. I went to Broad and see none of that. <laughs> I saw Pat Buckle, my manager. She, Pat? Was look, she was looking for me all day. I disappeared and um, I found drugs again. Nice. And I, I, I couldn't, I found, I found a Mexican guy who was probably there illegally in, in Canada and I spoke to him in Spanish and I asked him, ¿Dónde puedo la droga, por favor? And I said, please. I don't know why I said please. But I said, please in Spanish. And then he pointed at this French black dude, and him and I became friends. That was the connection? <laughs> no, it's awesome. I was sad up. over there in Canada, man, because they didn't know how to party right. <laughs> really? Like This guy did a whole, this guy put up, did a line inside the club. And I said, man, that's kind of ghetto, but let's do it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I never seen that before. The only person I seen that was Joey, 
Coco Diaz. <laughs> How did you meet Joey Coco Diaz? Oh, shit. I've known him probably. Because he came in 99. Yeah, I've known him probably 15 years. I think we met through. He did the longest yard with Sandler. But I I had known him before that, I think through Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, I think I knew him through, through Joe years ago. But yeah, he's hilarious. We did a music video uh, with Sandler, and it was about trimming your pubic hair. And um, there's a shot, and we asked Joey, we're like, hey, um, we need somebody's balls for this video. And Joey's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so just in the video, there's a fucking Joey's balls dangling like back and forth in, in the video. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, obviously, if you know Joey, I mean, he'll fucking show you his balls in two seconds. <laughs> Good lord! Oh. Where did you get started at? Where what? Where did you get started doing comedy? Boston. I started in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, that's right. We have a we have a we have a, the same friend Chuck Bartell. Oh yeah, he's been in the podcast. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, Chuck. I I I met Chuck Bartell at the Comedy and Magic Club, and I thought. This guy was a fucking funniest motherfucker. Yeah, he's really funny. I fucking died. I thought he would, when I saw him, He, I thought he was like this road comic that, that works the road and headlines everywhere and decides to just drop by on his day off. Yeah, Chuck's opened for me before, for sure, man. Yeah, him and yeah. I, I took him to Chicago. We did Chicago together. Tempe, Ventura, too. Tempe, Arizona. San Diego. We had him on a podcast. That's when he did the album. I don't know if you heard about his album. No. No. He did this weird album. He did an album of him doing all his jokes, but in a robot voice. Like, I ain't doing. And he dressed dressed up like the menagerie. Remember Star Trek? The menagerie, the big head. He dressed up like an alien on stage in a Chicago theater (laughs) and performed his whole set. Do we have a clip? When I broke up with my last girlfriend, I got her a mood ring. I attached a note that said, if this thing ever changes, give me a call. (laughs) To perform his whole set in robot voice. Actually, he's the first comedy special to do it in auto-tune. That's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. Huh? that's fucking weird dude yeah we ever we ever connected since he did the podcast and the special he did the special like this um sometimes when i see a blind guy i lie down in his path and let him feel me with his white stick then when he goes around me I get up and lie down in front of him again. (laughs) Two or three more times, he thinks he's at the scene of a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker's on sabbatical, dog. (laughs) How old is he? Nobody knows. That's what he used to say when he's all, give it up for George Washington. 
It's <laughs> true, though. <laughs> I, I His wonder. idea's a quarter. <laughs> but he, he <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> <laughs> Go, I need your, I, we're trying to book his flight. He goes, I need your birthday so we can book your flight. You know, pay for it. He goes, yes, I'll you book have my, to. He goes, I'll book my own flight. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> but I know that he was into advertising. He didn't advertise it. <laughs> yeah, but his act is like so filthy. Like, you'd think he would be like a substitute teacher <laughs> in fucking Iowa. And he's just like the filthiest dude. Or a wrestling coach. <laughs> or a, a really perverted wrestling coach. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm gonna have to take off because I think so I'm you guys started in Minnesota. Puke. All right, go yeah. for it, man. Um, it, yeah, we, we want to give your dates. What your dates? Where you're gonna be at? So our fans will watch you. The tour. Where do they start? Um, the tour is in late May. Um, we're doing Chicago, Boston, D.C., Brooklyn. Um, fuck. Yeah, those dates. And Denver. <laughs> what? And Denver. Um, no, they already did Denver. Uh, oh, and we're doing San Francisco and Santa Barbara also right now. Those are the ones that are booked. And that starts May uh, 19th. Well, thank you, fool, for showing up. Yeah, I love you, man. I love you too, man. Well, I'll come back when I'm not a complete fucking mess. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Cheers, guys. Love you. Yeah, of course. Ah, oh, fuck. Ugh. Hanging out with Bobby Brown. <laughs> he looked hungover when he walked in, dog. But showed up like a soldier. <laughs> oh yeah, dog. He just missing his little grandma's boy. Could cancel, but he didn't, bro. Fuck it, dog. That's fucking cool. He came by, dog. He came by, bro. The manager came through, got him, and all that shit. Hell yeah, dog. His mom it told him, happen. bro, you better show up. <laughs> That's my favorite comic. Dude, my mom fucking loves you. I couldn't believe when he when he showed up at the thing. He goes, "My mom loves you." Like he already knew my name. Well, um, my rabbit's name, I just freaking, I got a new rabbit, bro. Yeah, we're talking about that little fool. In the car? Where, here, huh? What, fucking, so what, Slipper, what's his name? Slippers. Bro. I was going to say socks, Slippers. Sleepers. The little white nose. The fool showed up. I was, I was tight, huh? That was cool, dog. Got a little taste. Hell yeah, dog. Grandma's boy. Grandma's boy right there. Has that, has that forever his own movie yet? He did, right? Bucky? Bucky Adams. Bucky, Bucky Ro- Roberts? Yeah, Gene's in that movie, dude. Gene Pompa. Dickie Roberts? No. No. Yeah. The- Bucky's day off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. Bucky Larson, Raza. That's right. Joey Coco Diaz in that movie, too. Oh, dude. Because I seen him in that. The first time I seen that fool was in the Homeboys movie, dude. That fool fucking. What's up, fool? How was I'm Tempe, bro? Tight, fool. It was fucking the first time we ever been to Arizona. It fucking rained like a motherfucker, dog. Yeah, man. We ate sandwiches at the same place Ike's. four times in a row. Fuck five. Dog. You ate five? Yeah. We ate at a place called Ike's Sandwiches. Ike's Place. I-K-E apostrophe. Yes, place. It was good, huh? The fucking bomb-ass sandwiches, dog. They had, they had vegan sandwiches. Vegetarian and fucking regular style. But it's how they make it, huh? What, what is it? The fucking sauces? The or condiments, what? man. Condiments, yeah, dude. A lot of avocado too. Those fools have like like in their shit. They have a sandwich where you can add avocado, jalapeno poppers, and mozzarella sticks to it. Yeah, they have they have an eggplant sandwich, breaded eggplant, where you could add mozzarella sticks and jalapeno poppers. That's a I know there's Jeremy Stoppelman. I had that one. Then there's that other one that Lydia something. 
Then they had one th- sometime a vegetarian. Oh, that was bomb. They had artichokes, um, avocado, provolone. And you found out about that place, what, like six years ago? Because the OG one is in San Francisco, yeah, right? Yeah, we went the, to? it was in the Castro District. And at, um, last, when I was on Last Comic Standing, I went there with um, some of the comedians from the show. Mike Kaplan and Tommy Johnigan and Roy Woods Jr. And um, there was a big-ass line, for a big-ass line around the, around the block. And also, they had they had nowhere to sit. There were no chairs. There was no, um, there was nothing. They give you the, a, a little bag with your sandwich and your chips and a soda, and that's it. Get the hell out of there. So everybody that was eating those sandwiches was eating it, like, at the, at the steps of some church or the steps of somebody's house. So you just buy it and you got to go find your spot. Somebody's building, so it was getting too busy, so they had to move. When they were at that place you and I went to, it was a, uh, what do they call that place when you when you um? It was one of those places. It was a pop up. It was a pop up Ike's place because the other place was being renovated or shut down. No, they shut them down. So they were, that's when they opened up the one in a different part of um San Francisco. Because yeah, we've been to that one, the San Jose one, Tempe, yeah. and which other one? Salinas. Lisa and I have been yeah, to okay. Salinas, and they're all good. Uh, first time I had a gluten free bread. That one in Salinas hurt a fine, bro. <laughs> you gotta make a left by a jack in the box to get to it. It's hidden. Salinas, dog. Oh, fool! I gotta show you a video, bro. <laughs> what some, happened, dog? Of your biggest fan on Facebook, bro. <laughs> some fool, dog, on Facebook. That I don't know his name, man, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna be commenting on that. He video, made a, huh? he made a uh, video of your of your po- of your um. I'm the mad toker now, dog. I found it. <laughs> You made a video of your you, bro. <laughs> he, don't, he, don't, he don't like your he don't like your my husband is dead joke. Where is it at? Let me try to find it. Here it is. Hey Felipe, I love your show. I just wanna let you know that. Before this fat piece of shit, Rodrigo, he's giving out these stickers making fun of Jesus Christ. He posts his fucking face on there, thinking that's funny. Fuck this fat piece of shit. And your jokes ain't funny. If you trying to make fun of black people the way they talk, fuck you. I'm going to put your motherfucking sticker right under my fucking Jordans. So every time I walk, I'm going to fucking step on your face, you fat fuck. <laughs> You're making fun of Jesus, dog. And then, and then, all mad, dog. And the next day, bro, you know, he walked around with him, bro. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out dog. Hell Jimmy yeah, dog. Diaz, bro, representing. That's what I'm talking about, dude. You resurrected my fame, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Just because you didn't hear it the first time, bro. Blasphemy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making fun of Jesus Christ, bro? <laughs> Who the fuck is making fun of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Why are you making fun of where black people died, bro? <laughs> Motherfucker's a wrestler, bro. <laughs> He's from WWE. Oh my god, dude, that shit was fucking hilarious. It was a good ass show, huh? Dude, they were fucking awesome, dog. Packed. Hell yeah, dog. It was fucking tight, dog. And it rained. Yeah, man, it done rained. It rained hard. Hard as hell, fool. So yeah, man, that plane was messed up, huh? Dude, dude, that fool was flying like a kamikaze, dog. I mean, I, I the only time I ever felt that way was on a fight, another fight. But I was like, "Damn, dude, what's up with this shit, dude?" The shit started. Going... 
And it was just, we were up like sideways, dog. Then one of my friends showed up, man. Carlos Tobar, taboo. No, wrong Carlos. Wrong taboo. Carlos Tobar, just Carlitos showed up. Showed up, broken arm, talking about him on vacation. Motherfucker. Motherfucker showed up with a broken arm driving to Phoenix. Like you're running from the law. <laughs> Is he visiting his kids from college or something? So he's that dude I told you about, bro. That him and my brother, they had sex with these two chicks. And then my brother said, he thought my brother wanted to switch. He said, nah, man. He went and he robbed them. <laughs> Imagine going home with these two guys and then all of a sudden you're having sex and you get robbed too. Damn, dude. Money don't sleep. Hell nah, dog. Don't get caught slipping. You ever been robbed by a chick? Nah, fool. Like, she took you with you and then she just didn't give you nothing or or just blatantly robbed you? <laughs> nah, I never blatantly got robbed, dude. I hate when chicks I, I hardly know or do I know and he goes, buy me a drink. And I don't mean like, I'm like, buy you a drink. Like, just telling you, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't even know you like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we had sex in my mom's couch, but that's it, man. (laughs) Buy me a drink. (laughs) She deserves a drink. Buy me breakfast. (laughs) Breakfast is like, yeah. Yeah, man. Older women, man, they always want to take off right after, though. They got to go pick up their kids. They got to be there before they wake up. They got shit to do, though. They got to be there, man. Young chicks want to hang out and shit. (laughs) They just happen to be sleeping on, on, on a bed that's not a couch. <laughs> wow, this bed doesn't open up. Nah, it stays closed. <laughs> it's a cool ass bed. <laughs> this is a Murphy bed. That fool showed up. What's his name, man? Who? Fabian. Oh, dude, hell yeah, deep. Dude. Looking like Fabian, a little troll. Fabian Torres, shout out, dude. Shout out, bro. Did we did shout outs already? We don't really... No, did we? No, we didn't. Shout out to AUS Dash Warrior, Oz Warrior on Twitter. Always show his support. And never asked for a shout out, so we're giving him one today. Thanks for spreading the word down under, all the way from Sydney, Australia. Respect. Shout out to Nick Chavez from Tempe, who came out to the show this weekend. Thanks to all of you for listening and talking about us on social media. Keep talking about us, man, because we're moving on up. Hell yeah. So what else, fool? Nothing, dude. Just chilling, dude. Get prepped for this weekend and shit. Going to the Deftone concert or what? Uh, that shit ain't until like August, I think. But our fat fool's getting ready, huh? Agrippa fool's getting ready. I went by on Monday, though, to Amoeba. They did an in-store. Fucking, they let everybody in. That was cool. They did uh, five songs. Man, and not, and not like they say over there, how many people say, man, don't go to Arizona, man. Nah, fool. Well, it's all like, hype. Be, oh, it's all, dude, come on. People blow shit out of proportion, dude. Everything you see on the news is like times fucking 50, dog. So love them. You know, what, you know what they don't like, man? They don't like white homeless people. <laughs> Dude, I was fucked up, dog. <laughs> man, they were, we, we went to the Tempe Art Festival in um, Tempe. And there was a lot of art fe- art stuff, you know, a lot of old man art. They're the old man art, bro. That art you buy at jazz festivals. You know that old man art? <laughs> what, whittling wood art? <laughs> whittling wood art and... Um, crafts. Crafts, bro. And then like paintings of beaches. Come on, man. <laughs> I want, it's like these art festivals, they never have like um, local art, like, like a guy who's young, like a. <laughs> An up and coming artist? Like a cholo. Oh, hell no. Who's but... coming up now. And then we have these art guys who, what, what does he do? Oh, he makes ashtrays out of tree bark. <laughs> jewelry, for a lot of jewelry. 
Yeah, man. So this homeless guy took that. He could just set up with his banjo <laughs> to tell him, hell no. They kicked his ass out. Look at that Flacco, healthy Flacco. <laughs> they were kicking a couple of people out of those, the ones that were in the Starbucks. First of all, man, we saw this um, security guard walking with a 32-ounce Red Bull. <laughs> I never knew they made Red Bulls that big, dog. They're like tall a tall boy Red Bull. Hell yeah, dog. This is the funny thing about security guards, man. Like There was a security guard messing with this homeless guy in a banjo, telling him to pack up his shit and leave. And we saw another home, another security guard walking with his lunch, and he didn't even look at the other security guard to help him. He said, fuck that, I clocked out. <laughs> How about that black security guard that they sent into Starbucks to get those other dudes out? And that brother was looking like, man, I don't want to do this, man. <laughs> John need to leave. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It rained like crazy over there. Yeah, dude. i never been there when it rains. You've been there when it rained? Never, dude. It's, dude, I've never been there with weather not hot. It's always been boiling hot. Dude, it was it was trippy, dude. It was like, remember, it got all cold. And the first night it rained on us, remember when we were leaving the club? Yeah, man. It was a good show, man. It was awesome. It man. was packed. People, they, people had an organized line getting photos. Ran out of merch. Sorry about that. Go to the website. Go to the website. Get your merch, people. We had, um, we, we had, oh, my God, that fool showed up. Well, I told him to show up, and I, gave him, I told him I gave him a guest spot last time. I think he's going to show up and hang out. <laughs> Wolf Brown, shout out. Yeah, Wolfie. Over there now. I don't, I don't like when people hang out, hang out, and just like I'm, I'm doing my set. They're just doing like in a backstage green room. I'm like, motherfucker, don't watch my set. Go over there and, you know. Go hang out with a comedian, bro. (laughs) Socialize, bro. Don't watch my set. Don't pick up ideas. I have nothing to teach. Because six months down the road, you know, you don't talk no more. They start doing like two bits or five bits. That sounds similar. Well, you know, kind of, they made my father dress up like like a little girl too, you know. (laughs) The parallel thinkers. Parallel thinkers out there. Yeah, man. Great minds think a lot. They do, man. (laughs) So with the Dodgers, bro, I missed opening day. Uh, well, you didn't miss much. They lost. They lost. I got invited by Jose Wizard. Hell yeah, dude. Couldn't go, bro. Getting my blood works. Took care of that shit at least, though? Yeah, bro. You're getting fatter, bro. You're doing What's going on? No, what's happening? You're in a relationship right now? Right now? No. You're just drinking off? Or? No, I'm just hanging out, you know? Going out to the movies, eating. What movie you saw? Um, what movie did I see? Deadpool, though. Deadpool's bad. Huh? It was tight. People talk shit. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was, I thought it was good, too. I like the other, I like the, I don't know about Superman and Batman, but I haven't seen that shit. No, I heard about it, though. Everybody crying. Crying that it sucked or crying that it was good? Both. They were sad? Oh, uh, all that shit, dude. Fucking, it didn't follow the book or the comic book and all that shit. But people who don't watch comic book, man, it was the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I give it 10 stars. People, man, they never follow the book, man. It's Hollywood. They got to make the story interesting. Like when they do a Bible movie. Man, they didn't, they didn't follow the Bible. <laughs> Jesus got whipped more times than that. <laughs> I heard the thorns went through his eyeballs. <laughs> what the pastor said one time when he was like preaching, he said the thorns, when they put the crown on him, that they shoved it down his head, and all those little thorns went inside Jesus' head, and some of the thorns went through his um eye, eyeballs, and he was walking around with blood coming out to die for our sins, bro. Damn. Was telling the story like he was there, huh? I remember, man, when I was like going to Christian and Bible studies and that. 
They used to be douchebags. They were still douchebag Christians, bro. Walking up to me. But can you walk and carry the cross? Oh, my God, dude. Can you, brother? <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to live, dog. Oh, you're just trying to live, huh? <laughs> but as soon as you get home, huh, you put your Bible away and pick up that porno, don't you? <laughs> Gotta carry that cross, brother. I don't even got a porno, man. I got it all on my phone. <laughs> What's up, fool, man? You're killing me, bro. Why? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> What's up, dog? Tell me, bro. Nothing, dude. Just chilling, dog. Well, you got shows coming up? June, when is the show? April 15th, this Friday, the day before the um, El Paso show, Pasadena. You ready for El Paso? Hell yeah, dog. Oh, you have a show this week? This Friday, yeah. Time flying, man. I know, huh? Trippy, so, huh? So it'll be my birthday, bro, in three months, just letting you know. <laughs> I like paints. <laughs> yeah, man, so we, we got this um this um rabbit, because we're trying, to, we're trying to adopt a rabbit. Let me tell you, man, there's a lot of drama to adopting a rabbit. They want to go to your house every, every once in a while and check up on a rabbit to make sure you have a nice home. They care more about you rabbits than they do adopting a son or a, a human being, bro. Are you serious, bro? Yeah, they, they got to go in and ch- check in that the the habitat for the rabbit is doing good and you're treating the rabbit right and no one in the room, you know? Yeah, it's a great habitat. He's not but, outside. Don't scare him. See, he don't like when you yell at that. Imagine that, dude. They don't even do that for people. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know you adopted this baby. We're going to go come in and check in, make sure that this baby is being treated right and fed right. Nobody's cursing and yelling. You got to pay for that, fool? Vaccinations. Damn. I better to buy a rabbit that don't, they don't want. Yeah, we went to we bought it from the person. They didn't want the rabbit no more because they just don't want the rabbit no more. So now we got stuff a rabbit, bro. <laughs> that fool runs around like a little cat. Uh, and how jumping is... on laps. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Little indoor rabbit. Yeah, a little dwarf rabbit, bro. As soon as we opened that gate, that fool took off. Took off running and said, what's up, doc? It's all like just searching around and shit. Searching, bro. It's tight, dude. I'm checking my. I'm checking to see how many people. Let's see if putting a cute rabbit works. Yep. I'm at eighteen hundred ninety-five likes. <laughs> the nose is making me laugh, dude. Here's a little button nose, bro. Got too close to the cool hip. Your rabbit, Rasa. So what's up, fool? So you have, you have a degree, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard you talking to the other person. I, I thought you, all you had was a bachelor's in education or something. No, all I have is a bachelor's. I mean, it's a completed degree. I have one year of law school. That's it. Bachelor's in what? Um, history. What, what, what did you um? What did you um? Focus on uh, civil rights movement. Civil rights movement. Uh, so to teach it or just to go into the lawyer? Uh, no, nah, just just fucking to have a like a concentration on like this is a thesis of a paper, dude. At the end, it was nothing fucking serious, dude. Um. And that's it. But I don't have a teacher's credential, nothing like that. I thought you had one when you were uh, substituting. No, they let me substitute, but I mean, I didn't have a teacher's credential. They were desperate, huh? Well, yeah, supposedly they're desperate now, but, you know, whatever. You know what they're desperate for right now? They want teachers to go to Hawaii to teach over there. And they're, But see, what they're doing is because um, a lot of teachers over there quit because the pay is so bad and it's so expensive to live there. You can't afford a cost Hell no. So every once in a while, they got to attract people, you know, hey, come teach in Hawaii. You're by paradise, la, 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 la. But once you get there, man, you can't even afford to live there. It'll be like fucking one of those fools in fucking Tempe, dog. (laughs) 
you'll be a homeless Portuguese Australian guy. Cause they, and why is it expensive to live there? Because they ship everything in there and shit and all that? Or what? I don't know, man. If it's so expensive, why do the Hawaiians still live in there? Yeah, the natives. Do they have a mean teacher shortage over there right now? Yeah, man. Produce were expensive. Milk, man. I don't know. Muddy milk's cows over there. That what Keith said when he went to Dubai, man. Corona for $20. Yeah, dude. That was trippy, dude. And gold is cheap, right? That was tripping, man. That fool came home with gold. <laughs> That's what I went over there for. Dude. That fool, Keith Manning, our guest, he went to, he, he bought gold. But I didn't know until he told me that when you buy gold here in the United States, they don't give you the gold. What's the point, man? What, a certificate? Yeah, I don't know how that shit works, dude, but um, I don't know. Fucking shit's mad. If I want to buy silver, I want the silver. If I want to buy, buy, put my money in. So when you invest in oil, they don't give you the oil, huh? It's stashed somewhere. I thought a truck showed up, bro, and put it in my. Dog. I thought a truck showed up, bro, and put it in my well. <laughs> nah, <laughs> if, if you're Exxon and shit, you have the wells, but nah, dog. It's all paper, fool. So if you're Exxon, you you fucking buy oil. They'll send you the oil, then, huh? Well, I'm sure they have their stashes and the reserves and their distributor. He um, said that water and everything. And water is expensive. Like, it costs the same amount of as beer. In Dubai, yeah, bottle water. I'm gonna say buy Dubai. Fuck that, dog. I wonder if Durag come from Dubai. Probably, huh? I don't know. Some Indian wear hats. It'll spell oh, he said also that. Um, D-U. Do-do. He said in Dubai, during the day, everybody shuts down their electricity in their home. And they all go hang out at the mall because the AC stays on all day. Oh, because it's so hot there? Yeah. These motherfuckers at the mall, dog. Uh, if you're not here to shop, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we're the Bundys. <laughs> 120 degrees, 130. Uh, you think it's going to get that hot over here too, dog? Hell no, but I've been to Palm Springs when it's been 120. Oh, my God, dog. My, it was a long time ago, bro. My cassette deck Dude, melted on the dashboard. I'm not even looking forward to summer right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> Take a little nap over here. <laughs> <That's full time. laughs> also, also, man, don't forget April twenty. We're gonna have the show at the Ice House. Yeah, four twenty. Should we announce the comedians? We're gonna have Scruncho there. Hell yeah, dog! And Melanie Camacho. Melanie. Jean Pompa. Ty Rivera. Possibly Joe Diaz, but we're not sure. If we don't have to fly out, but we have Joe Diaz. We have Rodrigo Torres. Yeah. Yeah, man. Also, people, please subscribe to the podcast and also go to the All Things Comedy webpage where they have all different types of podcasts. They have Dean Del Rey and the Del Razors. What else? Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Sports. Also, some of our guests have podcasts on the podcast. Owen Smith, right? Yeah. But Bobby Lee. Yeah, Tiger Belly. Tiger Belly, bro. What's up, fool? Podcast with Rodrigo Torres. Yeah. Yeah, man. Check us out, man. We're going to be in El Paso. Show up, man. Say hello to us. Shake our hands. We're very approachable. And also, if you have friends that pass out when they're drunk, open up their phones, go to iTunes, and subscribe <laughs> our podcast on their phone for them so they Hell can yeah. know. Other than that, we're going to be disappearing soon. <laughs> Shout out to the little rabbit, dog. Also, a new um, episode of um, Enchilada Castle Road coming up this Sunday. Check it out.